Hello, everybody. This is Joseph P. Farrell with news and views from the Nefarium on Thursday, March 1st, 2018. Can you believe it? It's already March. And I got to tell you, this week I have received some really good articles from people. Uh, I'm going to be sorting through those tomorrow and trying to schedule some blogs. It's going to be an interesting week for blogs, let me tell you. And I have one story. The Nefarian has been busy. And for those of you following the GMO story, this one is almost a classic. But before we get to that, I have been asked by Ms. Christina Corbal to wish a happy birthday to her husband, Bruce, uh, whose birthday is in a couple days, March 3rd. Which is interesting, that happened to be my dad's birthday. So happy birthday, greetings to Bruce Corbal from Christina. There you go. That's our first birthday greeting request on news and views for the Nefer from the Nefarium. All right, as I said, the Nefarium has been busy. And it concerns Russian meddling. And you're not going to believe what the Russians are attempting to meddle in now. Yes, those never-to-be-trusted, always-Byzantine Russians with their evil, super-criminal genius mastermind, Vladimir, <laughs> Vladimir Putin. Um, a Mr. GLR sent me this article from the Des Moines Register. And um, the latest example of GMO uh, insanity is apparently, according to the Des Moines Register, which is citing a study of professors done at the Iowa State University, that would be the one in Ames, Iowa, not Iowa City. We're going to be getting back to those universities in Iowa at the end of this. But... For those of you who've been following the GMO story, this article almost says it all. <laughs> it's, I, I read this and I had to laugh because for one thing, for those of you who've been following my website over the years, particularly I'd say in the last five to six years, I've been advancing the idea that Russia would start playing GMO geopolitics. And indeed, that's what this article in a certain way is about. But uh, we'll get to that in a minute. I want to read a few paragraphs from this article. It is by a Miss Donnell Eller. Uh, it was published just on the 25th of February. Just a few paragraphs toward the beginning of this article. And then I want to uh, point you in some directions for further study if you're interested and kind of draw some concluding remarks. So here we go. Quote, politics isn't the only issue where Russia seeks to sway U.S. opinion. The former communist country, let's not forget to throw that in there, folks, is trying to influence Americans' attitude. And by the way, that's spelled A-M-E-R-I-C-A-N apostrophe S. <laughs> <laughs> the former communist country is trying to influence Americans' attitude about genetically engineered crops and biotechnology, according to new Iowa State University research. Russia is funding articles shared online 
that question the safety of GMOs in an effort to hurt U.S. agriculture interests and bolster its position as the, quote, ecologically clean alternative, unquote, to genetically engineered food, said Sean Dorius, an ISU, Iowa State University assistant sociology professor. Now, stop right there. <laughs> First of all, uh, Mr. Putin, uh, I had yet to receive your check for all of the articles on GMOs that I've been writing in, on the website. So if you can kindly drop that to me, I'd prefer it in dollars, not rubles, but um, kindly put that check in the mail. But um, it's interesting also, this is being done by a sociology professor, not someone in agriculture. We're going to get back to some of these little problems here. So I'm going to skip a few more paragraphs. Here we go. Quote, Turning the U.S. or world against GMOs, quote, would have a clear negative effect on an industry in the U.S. and could advantage Russia, unquote, Dorius said. Their research says Russia seeks to expand its economy's agricultural sector, which is now its second largest industry after oil and gas. That's a primary interest, but there are multiple interests one of which is to stir up division in the U.S. And again, let me stop, folks. The, the division that has been stirred up in the U.S., let's, let's set the record clear, is the abominable behavior of some of the GMO seed companies that have persecuted and prosecuted farmers who haven't even planted GMOs on their fields if they should discover GMO crops growing on their land. This, this is a well-known tactic that was used by Monster Santo and some other companies documented in F. William Engdahl's research and some other researchers out there. It has become a, a major, <clears throat> pardon me, a major cause of concern in India. Uh, so this is, this is part of the problem. The other part of the problem is they have ignored almost completely and have attempted to shut down independent scientific research uh, that has been done primarily in France, but some other places that indicate some uh, carcinogenic statistical problems with GMOs. So I'll get back to some of these issues toward the end. Continuing. The ISU researchers, Iowa State University researchers, already looking at how U.S. media portrayed genetic engineering and biotechnology, decided to include GMO news articles published on U.S. versions of RT and Sputnik news sites funded by the Russian government, uh, which, of course, immediately makes them suspect, unlike our corporate-funded media in this country. <laughs> Who's, who's, who's counting? They found RT and Sputnik produced more articles containing word GMO than five other news organizations combined. Huffington Post, Fox News, CNN, Breitbart News, and MSNBC. Now, of course, again, they're trying to, to paint these Russian stories and coverage of the GMO issue in a bad light. I would argue quite the contrary. The Russians are to be credited for bringing the issue out and it's really the American media that should be taken to task for not doing any sort of coverage on some of these stories. But to continue, RT counted for 34% of GMO-related articles among the seven sites 
and Sputnik articles made up 19%. The researchers also found RT and Sputnik used a G-clickbait embedded in articles that most people would consider negative or distasteful to create an intentional negative reaction. For example, the researchers pointed to an RT article titled, quote, Complex Abortion Debate Emerges Over Zika Virus Infected Fetuses that included a link to another article titled GMO Mosquitoes Could Be the Cause of Zika Outbreak, critics say. RT and Sputnik overwhelmingly portrayed genetic modification in a negative light, the researchers wrote, and among the U.S. news organizations, the left-leaning Huffington Post produced the most anti-articles. So it's a, it's a leftist plot, <laughs> apparently, if you have problems with GMOs. Uh, Fox News pr produced the most neutral or mixed coverage of GMOs. So you get the idea of, <laughs> of where this article's going. The Russians are attempting to meddle in the food supply. That basically is the context of the article here. And of course, I would argue the exact opposite. The meddling has been done by the agribusiness companies, and the meddling is questionable in its results. Now, if you've been following this GMO story on my website or other websites, uh, I think it was about two years ago, I actually did a blog about yet another University of Iowa study. This was not Iowa State in Ames, Iowa. This was the University of Iowa in Iowa City. And their Department of Agriculture had done a study of the dropping yield per acre and the increasing cost of GMOs compared to heirloom seeds. And the other thing that this article pointed out was that over time, the resistance to these genetically engineered crops among certain insects appears to rise as the yield falls. So it could be even argued, a case could be made that it isn't even uh, financially feasible over the long term. Now, the other thing that I've mentioned on these blogs is this independent research. There's a lot of it out there. It tends to be suppressed. Again, this is the major corporations doing this. So far from blaming the Russians here for meddling in the food supply, I think if we're going to talk about meddling in the food supply, we need to talk about the major corporations doing it. And the reason why I think this is important and why I'm not uh, inclined to, to bash the Russians here, if you look at what the Russians have been saying about GMOs, particularly back prior to the period when their state Duma passed a law banning GMOs altogether inside of Russia until, and this is the key, this is the key part here, that this article is not uh, recalling. The Russian law and the arguments against GMOs inside of Russia were basically based on the fact that there was no long-term intergenerational testing of the environmental and health effects of GMOs when they were authorized in this country. Indeed, this article uh, kind of at one point uh, makes the statement that the American government approved the use of GMOs because, you know, they were completely harmless, there was no side effects, blah, blah, blah. Well, you know, as far as I'm concerned, this is the, fa the famous government that gave us the magic bullet theory and Waco was to protect the children and all of this stuff. So I'm not inclined 
to uh, believe any of this very seriously. The real thing that I think this article does get right, and that is this GMO geopolitics. That's the word I coined for this about five or six years ago, that with a growing GMO uh, usage in the world and at the same time a growing body of data that suggests they're not nearly as safe as government assurances would have us believe, that with all of that, the Russians, I, I thought at the time, were in a perfect position given the fact that, that they still use heirloom seeds, as they're now called, uh, for most of their agriculture, that the Russians would be in a perfect position to start playing GMO politics and using their non-GMO agriculture as a lever to gain entry into the world agricultural markets, and particularly for those people who do not want uh, GMO food. And I think this article does get it right that they are trying uh, to play on the divisions in societies. But let's be honest, they would not be able to play on those divisions in Western societies if the debate were on a level playing field and if the contrary evidence were able to be presented and discussed in a, in a field that was level and not being influenced by mega agricultural companies and their lobbyists. That's really what this is all about. So bottom line for me, uh, Russia, keep doing what you're doing because if you don't, if you don't bring attention to the issue, apparently no one in the Western media is going to pay any attention to this issue. So that's it for today's news and views, GMO geopolitics, according to the Des Moines Register. Um, the Russians are trying to meddle with the food supply. Um, and as I say, I don't think uh, the meddling is on the part of Russia. It's on the part of the big agribusiness cartels and corporations in the West. Again, uh, happy birthday greetings uh, to Bruce Corball. I hope I'm pronouncing that uh, surname correctly uh, from your wife, Christina. That's it. There is no new, uh, pardon me, there is no VidChat tomorrow, folks. I am in the process of trying to upgrade uh, my sound system, and so the next VidChat we might be having a new sound system. Keep your fingers crossed. Anyway, that's it for news and views from the Nefarium. I'll see everybody on the flip side. Bye-bye and God bless.